There's a small little narrative that's been out there that I want to just put to bed. Just, I mean, I'm just, you know, let's just put it into it. The Yankees are done acquiring starting pitching. They're done. They're not getting a big-time starting pitcher. I don't think they're going to be able to trade for one. I think Brian Cashman has made it pretty clear. And the one thing that's still out there, for whatever reason, that's that's been reemerged on Yankee Twitter, so I don't know if many of you are aware of it, but apparently there really is no I mean, as we're seeing, there is no free agent market right now. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why no one is signing. There's nothing going on. But in specific, Blake Snell. Well, two things. I want to talk about both starting pitchers, Blake Snell and Montgomery again. But Blake Snell. Blake Snell obviously is, I would I would probably say, the, the top free agent pitcher available at the moment, coming off a Cy Young victory, multiple Cy Young Award winner. And the news out there is that the Yankees offered him a six-year, $150 million contract. And the other news with that is that that's the only contract offer, the only firm contract offer that he's been given, period. That there is not another team, while they're in discussions, there has not been another team that has given Blake Snell any kind of offer at all. So that the the Yankees' six-year, $150 million offer is the only offer that's been put on the table. And because of that, because of that, people have the misguided belief that that somehow indicates that he could work his way back to the Yankees. Nothing could be further from the truth. The Yankees moved on. The Yankees made him an offer of apparently, if you believe it, which I I suppose I do, six years, $150 million. He wants more, obviously, or he would have said yes. So he wants more. The minute he said no, the Yankees told themselves, and Steinbrenner probably told Cash, well, that's it. I'm not giving him another dollar. So let's pivot to the guy apparently in Marcus Stroman, which uh, Brian Cashman said in an interview on MLB Network, or MLB Radio, excuse me, with uh, Jim Bowden, said that is the, the first pitcher they had contact with after Yamamoto went to the Dodgers was Stroman. That right after that, they contacted him. They were talking with his agents. And that he went, that Boone went to Stroman's house to meet with him. So they were on Stroman early on. No one had word of that. Before they made that offer to Snell, before anything, they were on with Stroman. They went to his house and talked to him because they believe. And here's the main reason they signed him, I'm starting to think. One, the bargain deal that they got in their minds. And and to be fair, I, I do think it's a very good contract. But for whatever reason, Right for the, some of the same reasons that we're all concerned he works in New York, I think the Yankees are actually pretty confident that he will work in New York. I think that's one of the major things. I think when they met with him because they believe that one, he's a he was one of the better pitchers in the National League last year, Stroman, and at, at least in the first half, and he's been a career mid three ERA type pitcher, and they believe that will continue. But more than that, for whatever reason, 
they believe he can work in New York. He pitched for the Mets already, and that's a different animal a little bit, especially everything that's gone on, and particularly you know, making comments about Brian Cashman, going at it with Yankee fans in particular, and all that. But I think once they made that one offer, they convinced Hal to make a $150 million offer to Snell. And the minute that was turned down, they decided to jump on Stroman because they believe now they're once Snell said no, they were going in the take a chance to steal one of my favorite quotes. They were going to the take a chance section of their offseason and the take a chance section of their starting rotation. And when it comes to take a chance with the New York Yankees, something they have to factor in that hardly any other team has to, if any other team has to, the can he make it here part of the equation. And so I think once Snell said no, they went to a guy who they believe that's answered already in the affirmative, and they got a contract that they believe is a bargain. So that's why it happened so quickly, because this thing had been linked up for a while. They had talked to him, and they had the belief that he was their guy in the take-a-chance section of their offseason. And once Yamamoto went down, they checked in on him, and then once Snell said no, they pulled the trigger, and they went and got what they believe is the surest thing on the free agent market to give them a quality pitcher who will perform here. I, that's 100% it. But the the idea that I want to really disprove here and that a lot of Yankee Twitter and different people hit me up and somehow send me this article that that's the only contract Snell got. The idea that Snell only got a contract from the Yankees so far means absolutely nothing. That contract is off the... I would imagine that offer is off the table. Even if it wasn't, he's not going to take it. I think he's eventually going to get better. I don't know when. But the Yankees are done. The Yankees made that offer. If he said yes, he would have been a Yankee. If he said no, they went and got Stroman. It happened in like 36 hours. So the idea that they're the only team to make an offer does not indicate anything. That's over. And the Yankees, I'm sorry to anyone who doesn't want to believe it. And I'm as positive as anyone. You know me. I'm Mr. Brian Cashman. This offseason is now underwhelming. We'll see what they want to do with the the back end of the bullpen. You know, it sounds like Hector Neris now would be willing to take a one year deal in the twelve or ten or eleven million dollar range. I, I guess I'm all in for any one year contract. That's how I feel about the Yankees in 2024. If you're willing to take a one year deal, I'll overpay you. I'm all in on this year. I don't care about the luxury tax. They're probably going to go over it anyway. I don't care. I'm not going to pay you big money and then have you on the books for big money. But for one year, this next year, I'll pay a reliever over to, to, to have him take a one-year contract. And as Hader goes to uh, the Astros, which I'm, I'm not sure if I even, when that happened, if I had a chance to talk about that on air. So obviously Hader, uh, all the talk about and speculation about Hader signing with the Yankees, he signs with the Astros to add to that bullpen that I believe that, that led the American League in strikeouts or at least K per nine last year only gets better. But ultimately, I had no problem with the Yankees not signing that contract. I do not want to give him a $100 million contract when, honestly, you look at it, and I know you're going to call me crazy. They have a reliever already who's almost as good. Not as consistent and certainly not as big-named. But if you look at the numbers, 
just the flat-out numbers over the last two years? You can make a case Clay, Clay Holmes is every bit as good a reliever. You can make a case that Clay Holmes is every every bit as good as a reliever. I don't want to give $100 million to a guy who I feel it's probably a year late. And especially with relievers, that thing, that could fall apart quickly. And while I'm all in for 24, I don't want to give $100 million contracts to relievers that won't be good in a couple years. Like I, I'm okay with the, the Yankees' bullpen. That's that's their specialty of building bullpens. I'm confident that Cash and company will find another arm or two that can go in there and surprise people. And whether they're going to want to go pay for a Neris or they got to bring back Wandy Peralta, which I hope they do, that's it. That's the rest of your Yankee offseason. So for those of you who are like me, who had the Yamasoto offseason in their mind, and then even after they lost out on Yamamoto, believed that they would be in the market for one of these top starting pitchers, whether it be in free agency for Montgomery and Snell, or whether it be via trade for Bieber or Burns or, I guess, Lazardo. I don't think any of that is happening. 